Hello and welcome to the Aid Station. I'm Chris Robb and today we head to the beautiful country of Taiwan and the capital city Taipei to meet Zach Fan, who's the MC for Xterra Taiwan. Hi Zach, how are you? Hi Chris, I'm great and thanks for inviting me to this great show. Yeah, it's wonderful to see you and uh, I absolutely love your city. I was, uh, I was in Taipei a few years back for Bike Asia, which some people may know is uh, one of the biggest bike exhibitions in the world. Taiwan is a huge manufacturer of bicycles and bicycle components. And it was just a wonderful experience for me. The people were so friendly everywhere around the city when you were on the trains, walking around, so helpful. The city was so spotlessly clean. It was, it was just a wonderful experience. So it's so great to come here and uh, obviously virtually and meet you. And I'd love to start by giving the opportunity to tell us a little bit of your own story, the Zach story, please. Sure. And I promise that Taiwan is the best place for travel. And I live in Taipei, which is, I born up in Taipei. And I have uh, a sport event MC for five years. And now I am the MC of Xterra Taiwan and Xterra China. And I also host for some other sport events like basketball games, baseball games, which are the most popular sports in Taiwan. And before that, I was graduate from National Taiwan Sport University with a degree in leisure industry management. So I know exactly what I want to do is that about sport. And after graduation, I worked for a sport management company around three years. And we have hosted a lot of events, including triathlon and marathon. And this work brings me much experience and gave me some opportunities to try being an MC in event. So I got some chance in 2017, uh, Tour de Taiwan and 2018 in Challenge Taiwan, which is the uh, biggest race, biggest triathlon race in Taiwan. And I got a chance to be an MC. And to, uh, 2018, when Xterra first came into Taiwan, they invited me to be an MC for the race. And since that time, I started a wonderful journey. We went to Kanding, the southeast place in Taiwan, and it's beautiful uh, for Xterra Taiwan race. And we even went to Kunming for the Xterra China. Uh, and we met a lot of great people around the world and our global team and incredible athletes, staff and friends, just like Janet just say, it's an extra family. So very lucky I am. That's wonderful. It's a great story. And, and as you said, you know, the Taiwanese people love their sport from baseball to football to cycling to, to all sorts of things. And you were just saying that at the weekend, you were out uh, hosting a basketball event, a three-on-three -three basketball event. And you were saying that, you know, in many ways, uh, you know, Taiwan has handled the pandemic really well. I know you were one of the first countries to come back with live sport with your, your baseball competition. Um, but tell us, what, what's life like a little bit now in, in Taiwan? What happens on a day-to-day -day basis? Sure. Um, I know it's still a tough situation in some parts of the world, but in Taiwan, we are we're controlling well right now. And our daily life is almost back to normal. Uh, we can run in outside, we can shop in outside. As, and just you say, 
the baseball game. We have our baseball league, and we become the first pro organization to open in this season in April. We open the baseball game in April, and we allowing fans in May. So it's very early and earlier than the major league. So uh, we right now we have several marathon race being held in weekends. So it's almost back to the normal. And but yeah, we still have to wearing a mask, and we still have to keep the social distance, but we, we're all good right now. It sounds fantastic. So you, you mentioned marathon races. We spoke that there, there won't be an Xterra event until, until next year, but the marathon races that have been happening, I'm interested, what kind of numbers are participating in those? How is the social distancing being managed? Uh, is it you know thousands of people, tens of thousands of people? Are they having to run with masks? I, th I think people all over the world, everyone's hanging on to this. What can we learn from other parts of the world? We're desperate for our events to happen. So can you tell us a little bit about those races that have been happening, please? Yeah, uh, right now we still have some, we have some uh, marathon held in weekend, on weekend. So uh, yeah, but, but we still have to, if you, you're not racing, you, you have to wear a mask or you have to keep the distance. But when, when the, the race started, we, we just take off the mask and we can go and just like no more we, we do. Yeah, I think it's, a, uh, it's just because I, the, the, the point is that we do some proactive measures before that when in the March and in April, I think the Taiwan government do some proactive measures that cost right now we can have this marathon race like uh, the border control, we border control very early and we rent up production of mask uh, and community transmission prevention. Uh, we, we do some, uh, with gov our government do some policy very early so that cause we can have the, the race, we can have the everything right now. It's just because the early policy, I think. Yeah, and so how, how many participants in those events and are they road marathons in the cities or are they trail uh, events outside of the cities? Is it hundreds of people or thousands of people participating? Yeah, a thousand people, I think, yeah, it have to some race like thousand people because uh, Taiwan is not, it's a, like we're a small country, we don't have a lot of population, but uh, thousands, thousands participants, yeah, the race like maybe every weekend, we have thousands participants and like the biggest marathon race in Taiwan, which is Taipei Marathon, will be held in December. Yeah, we'll held in December and maybe we got 10,000 participants. Okay, and so when in, in those races, people are starting, are they wave starts? Is there quite a lot of social distancing within the events or because COVID-19 has been controlled so much, is it just a, a, a normal type of event? Oh, I thought, I, I believe it's just like normal before, but we still have to, you know, you have to write down your, your information, your phone number or where you have been. Have you ever been over aboard out of Taiwan or and your name, your phone number? If there's something happened, we have to contact with you. That's the point. And we still have to, we, we just do our best to keep the distance, but you know, in a marathon race, it's still, it's still gonna be close with other people. So just, we just do try to our best, do our best, but still we, we're gonna keep a little bit 
a little bit distance with other participants. Yeah, wow, that's, that must be so wonderful. I'm sure there's many people around the world that are, are very envious of that situation. And, and then I guess, you know, moving on to some of the challenges that have led up to that, obviously the government's done a great job. There were some times when there was, was you know, some degree of control. What, what have you found that have been the biggest challenges? I guess I think we were talking is that you found, you know, you missed being involved in the events. You love, you know, bringing people over the finish line. But during the, 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 the early parts of the pandemic, when, when you had more of a, a lockdown, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced? Yeah, the biggest challenge is uh, for me, like between February to June, you know, there's almost no events on weekend. Yeah, we start the, the event like marathon or basketball game, like uh, start from maybe July or June. But before that, we don't have any events on weekend. And which means as an MC, I did not have any work to do. So it's definitely a big challenge to me. But uh, it's also an opportunity to me so I can have more time to stay at home and stay with my family and my friends and my wife. Yeah, because and take the time I can do some studying. Yeah, it's a tough time. But in other way, I think the, after the epidemic is over, we, I will not have so much rest time for me in the short term. So yeah, it's a, it's a good, good chance, good opportunity for me to take a little bit like telegraphy rest and stay with my family. And yeah, sure, I can do some studying because as an MC, studying is to me. So I can study like, yeah, I, I, I love in Japanese. So I take some study okay. on Japanese. Yeah, maybe they can be helpful to my career. Yeah. Fantastic. So you're learning Japanese so you can do some, some Japanese commentary. I'm guessing that you probably have some Japanese participants that come and come and compete in your events so you have the opportunity to welcome them over the finish line in Japanese is that kind of part of the motivation yeah that is what I want to do and I'm just trying to studying yeah it's for me a big challenge but I try my best and another way for for extra Taiwan it's also a big challenge right because yeah uh, extra Taiwan is a we are a race like we are a race brand before, yeah, but we decide to cancel the Xterra Asia Pacific race in Taiwan. Uh, it's a heartbreaking decision to us and we've been prepared a year for the race. So, but we have no choice at that time. And the biggest challenge is just of what I say is we used to be a race brand, but uh, without race, what else we have? That's a big challenge for us. So during the epidemic, we have been trying a lot of new possibilities. We open our online shop to try to make some amazing products, clothes, and we strengthen the connection with the local and found more stories. Uh, the most inspiring thing is that we start to work uh, with Taiwan Thousand Miles Trail Association yeah. and in their mission to build a maintain and 1,000 miles of trails to connect all of Taiwan. And they have great ideas. And through the cooperation, we can be more different possibilities. That's wonderful. And you've got a virtual event that's happening at the moment, haven't you, with raising funds for the 1,000 mile trail? Yeah, also, um, uh, it's our global Xterra. We held uh, the virtual race and the first step in Taiwan, right? So Xterra J Mountain. J Mountain is the highest mountain in Taiwan. And yeah, the virtual race, we, 
I think have around 40 countries, the people and joining us. And also we have the chari charitable partner, that is the TMI, the uh, Taiwan Thousand Miles Trail Association. And we will have some donations uh, to, the, to them. Yeah, and we hope to uh, cooperation with them and we can build uh, the beautiful trail in Taiwan. What a wonderful story. That's great. I always like to speak about leadership and, and, and obviously you, you have a, a leadership role of, thought, of sorts there, standing on the finish line, leading people across the line, inspiring them. I, I'd love to hear from you, you know, what inspires you from a leadership perspective? Have you had any great leaders who you followed? Do you have any leadership tips for people that are watching that you might like to share, please, Zach? Sure, um, but actually I'm not a leader in my team, but I still got something to share because uh, our leader of XTAR Taiwan team, she's probably the best leader in the world I've seen, right? It's, it's, she's very, very good boss, that is Charlie. And I think there's two key points to be a good leader and in leadership, that is trust and communication. Uh, I believe if you trust your team, then your team will trust you. And a leader cannot lead if his follower do not trust him, right? If, if a leader, if a team cannot trust a leader, then the team is gonna lose. So I believe the trust is the, the most important things in leadership. And uh, the second thing is communication because communication is a core leadership function and effective communication and effective leadership are closely intertwined. And the most important in communication, what I think is you have to be honest. And the second thing is, is I think communication, a big part of communication actually is listening. You have to listening your team uh, if you are a leader you have to listen to your team yeah if you listen well you get a clear understanding of another's perspective and knowledge yeah so i think uh trust and communication is the big part of the leadership fantastic and and, and no more important time to communicate than than during covid when we don't have the opportunity to so often be face to face with people. So some, some great tips there. Thank you. And then I love to finish with something inspirational. I'm sure you've seen so many inspiring things on the finish line. I'm sure you've inspired so many people to cross the finish line when they, you know, you see those stories of people getting almost there and wanting to stop and walk and give up. But tell us some, something that's inspiring. If you wouldn't mind to finish that up, us up with please, Zach. Sure. Uh, I believe that as an MC, we have the ability to inspire people, right? So as an MC in a triathlon race, uh, important work is to welcome athletes at the finish area by our boys. And they usually pass the finish line with a lot of emotions or movement, special movement, like, like crying, like shouting, even lie down on the finish line. And once I've heard from an athlete, they, he told me that when I, when I was near the finish line, I almost couldn't make it anymore, but I heard your voice and your voice inspired me and gave me more energy to run to the finish. And when I heard about that, what he said, I was motivated because what I thought is uh, everyone is in the event is valuable, no matter what position you are, just try to do your best. 
So this makes me more confident in myself and love my job more. I hope my voice can give more people strength. That's why I become an MC and I hope I can give everybody power to finish the race. Wonderful. And, and I think it's, it's something that, that I find quite often events will overlook is the importance of, of the announcer. It sometimes can be an afterthought, but that announcer can create such an amazing final experience. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your time. It's been wonderful to speak to you. I really hope that it's not too long before I get back to your beautiful country and, and this time get way beyond Taiwan because there's so much beautiful cycling here. I, there I hear and would love to go and explore it. But thank you so much. Uh, really thank great you, to speak to thank you. you. All the best. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Bye.